Hello and welcome to Assertive Radiance. I am your host, Nadia Fleury. And today's episode, Are You Living Up to Your Full Potential? I dedicate this podcast to everyone who's affected by the tragic death of Kobe Bryant and his daughter, Gigi, as well as everyone who was involved in the helicopter crash. I wish you my deepest and sincere sympathy to everyone who's been affected. I'm conscious that Kobe's passing is not the only one. There are several other people that were not as well known that also have passed away in the past few weeks. And I mean, this is happening worldwide and it's a fact of life. I do not want to minimize the the impact. I just want to acknowledge this from a different perspective. You see, I came to think that assuming that I live another 25 years, I only have 25 more summers to go through. So these tragic events has put me into this place of awareness as to what do I want to achieve with my next 25 summers that I've got left. Now, again, this is an assumption. It could be that I only have two more. It could be that I don't have any. Or it could be that I have 50. That I don't know. As I was watching the news and seeing so many people grieving and being in that place of sadness, it made me wonder, am I living up to my full potential? And why is it so important? Because we only here for a certain amount of time. The thing is, we don't know when we're going to go. So the question for me is, what do I do next? Am I living fully? Am I doing the best that I can to share my knowledge and bright light and everything out there to make an impact while I'm here. So considering that I may not have all this time in this world, I decided this weekend to take some times. And although I spend it with my ex-husband, it was his birthday in his turn 73. And I decided to celebrate him regardless of our differences in the past. He is always going to be the father of my son. So I decided to celebrate him, almost like making it like Christmas for him. Although I have differences, I respect the man who he is, who he chose to be. And it's not for me to judge whatever is going on. It's for me to embrace what there is and to also teach my son that it's not because two people are splitting up that they can no longer be together in for a period of time and support one another physically and emotionally. I found for me that the best way to cope and to move forward one day at a time is to share my love in a small, meaningful way. I have no idea what this is going to do in the long run. I just can only do what feels right in this moment. By being here, sharing my message with you, bring you in that state of awareness. I spent a lot of time reading and analyzing Napoleon Hill's book on Think and Grow Rich and also The Love of Success. And he talks in his books the importance of having a burning desire. I remember when I was first reading this, I, it made me laugh because I thought a burning desire, how antiquated is that 
saying. Well, the thing is that it's more than a wish and it's more than a goal. It is something that becomes visceral, that it has to happen. That visceral feeling is what Kobe Bryant had so much in his heart. At a very young age, he wanted to succeed. He knew what he wanted. He knew what he was good at. And he went for it. And he did great things. He achieved great things in the process. The challenge that most people are struggling with is that they don't have the clarity to see what their burning desire would be. And one of the reasons as to why it is so challenging for us to see what is our true burning desire is because there is a, a fear of some kind. We may not think that we are afraid of something because that fear is oftentimes unconscious. So what happened is that instead of daring to shine our bright light out there, we actually play safe. We don't want to be on the spot because maybe we've been picked on at school when we were young. And so now we don't want to be on the spotlight in case somebody makes fun of us or laugh at us. Well, behind that is fear. It's called fear of criticism in this case. The point is that a burning desire helps you release of your fear because that's what passion does. You will do things no matter what. To really stand out, like Kobe Bryant, we have to do something unique and different. We have to be willing to shine our bright light from our true essence. And there lies the biggest challenge that we have, daring to promote ourselves with what we were meant to do. Find a way to share that we exist, to create a big sign out there that says we are here and we can help you. I'm sure there's many reasons as to why this happens. I'm just going to explain what I've experienced is that it takes guts to wanting to show ourselves authentically in, in a unique way. Because then we can be judged, we can be uh, criticized. And fear of criticism, when it's attached to our ego and something we might lose, is so strong that so we don't dare doing it. The thing is that as you don't dare doing it, so there's another summer that goes by, or another two summers, three summers, and you're still in that same place where you're choosing to not dare. Just play safe and stay in the status quo. And then what? So in this episode, what I'm inviting you to do is to take a conscious decision from this point on. What are you choosing to do with the rest of your summers? What are you going to put into motion within your own community or your own family? What if there is something you could do to someone that would help that person cope or process something, especially if that person is dealing with grief or with some kind of sadness that is happening in his or her life? I believe that the best thing to do in life is not so much in the one big action, but in the thousands and thousands of small little actions that helps in a great way. Sometimes just putting your problems aside and go and help someone else actually changes how you feel because at that point you realize that you can actually make a difference for someone else and that takes the edge off of whatever you're dealing with in that moment. 
You know, this is why we live in a community, to help one another. And when you give, like giving of your time, effort, or wisdom, you never know what comes your way. Yes, I am aware that there are tragic events that are happening on a daily basis in this world. And just remember, and just pay attention to this also, that this year, especially in America, it is an election year. And notice what is in the news, what is being shown in the news. I've noticed recently that there's more drama going on. The thing, though, is um, be mindful of what you are exposed to and watched. Society leaders have all the reason in the world to put us in a state of fear so that they can control the mass. So just remember, you have the ability to control your mind, and that is if you don't let others control you. Notice how we have been conditioned to think that being in stress or anxiety is normal. We copy our parents' habits and we think that this is the normal thing to do or to be. Stress and anxiety are symptoms. It's our body telling us that something is not aligned. The thing is, if we don't pay attention to these symptoms and do something and go to the root cause, it will cause havoc to our body. And oftentimes, we default on finding a way to numb the symptom instead of actually doing something that will solve the problem at the root cause. The root cause behind anxiety and stress is oftentimes hidden fear. Fear that we have suppressed as a young child and that we don't even remember it's there. However, it's running our life. So basically, we are doing certain things because society told us that that's how we're supposed to do it. The body knows something else. Well, the body knows that it wants to do something else. But we default on what we have been taught to do or that what society expect of us. Not only you have hidden fear, but also you have past negative emotion that are intertwined in everything that you are going through. All this mixed together comes to a point where you may wake up, you're 40, and you realize, where is my life heading? We have to pay attention to what the message is. The reason why I'm bringing all this up is because everything I've just described happens in your mind. It's a state of mind. Everything that you feel bliss or that you feel miserable is a state of mind. That you feel happy or sad is a state of mind. I'm not saying that we can never grieve because that's not true. We do have emotions, so we need to go through the emotion and live it. One of the best antidote against fear is having a burning desire. What I'm saying here is to have something that is positive and constructive that occupies your mind and puts you into a state of arousal. A state where you become genuinely enthusiastic, where nothing can stop you. It could be as small as creating a garden in your backyard or watching your children after school. In order for you to understand what I'm going to say here, I need to explain that for the 20 years that I've worked in corporate America, I was always involved in 
people who would be inflicting fear, yelling at, you never knew if you had a job the next day. Or worse, you were the one who were being picked on. Living in such of a place of stress and anxiety is absolutely unhealthy. I honestly believe that that was a normal thing. I believe that this kind of behavior from an employer was normal. I now know that it's actually verbal abuse. For some reason, some employer believed that they own you because they gave you a certain amount of money and they can do whatever they want. And I witnessed that firsthand. I now know that what I want to create is a world-class company where the people that work in my company are actually supported. I do not want to create a place of fear. I want to create an environment where we thrive together with enthusiastic people who are looking forward to the next day. You know, when I raised my son when he was tiny, and let's just say, I'm just giving an example here, but let's just say I would ask, what happened to all the cookies? He would just simply say, I ate them. It was as simple as that. Okay, you ate them. Let's put on a list that we need to buy more. It's the end of the story. There was no point of hiding. There was no energy put into blaming and shaming, or I told you not to touch the cookies, or whatever it is. They were gone. There was nothing else that can be done. So I let it go. But how many people who are working today feel like they have to hide the mistake they did because they are afraid for what is going to happen to them? And yet, making mistake is absolutely normal. Because if there is no mistake being made, that means there's nothing new being created. Yes, sometimes a mistake can be costly. However, if we investigate the lesson within the mistake, then it's no longer a mistake, it's an investment. We actually realize that we have invested on something new. Not too many people see it this way because we have been conditioned since childhood that a mistake or a red mark on your quiz meant that something was wrong with you. And the more you had red marks on your paper, the more you were identified as someone who was not smart. Looking back with the wisdom I have today, I would say it's not the grade that defines you. It is what you're going to do with your knowledge. How will you organize your knowledge in such a way that will give you exactly what you want of life? This is where the true power of knowledge is. It's not so much in having memorized a lot of things. It is to know how to use the information to give you what you want of life without being mean and without violating the rights of others. And for whoever says, I never make any mistakes, I'm like, well, are you learning something new? Now, I'm not saying this from a place of judgment. I'm just saying this from a place of discernment. Is this what you want in life? Or have you clocked out already? Like I said at the beginning, today I'm celebrating that I'm still alive and I don't know how many summers I have and I'm going to do the best with what I have today. I invite you to do the same, to at least take the time, maybe pause for a few days and ask, reassess where you're heading. Is this helping you? 
or not? And if it isn't, what are you willing to do about it? Take some action. It doesn't have to be the biggest action, but take some action. Do something. And if you feel like right now things are just not working your way or you just seem to not have that clarity that you desire and you'd like to connect with someone who can help you retrieve what you've got in your heart that you can't see because fear is in the way, just reach out by typing on the web browser bit.ly forward slash ask Nadia and schedule your 30 minute free consultation. I thank you so much for listening and you have a fabulous day. If you feel this information can help someone, please share it. If you are at crossroads, stuck in the stillness and need help think things through, I invite you to schedule your free 30-minute consultation by typing on your web browser bit.ly forward slash asknadia. It's spelled B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash A-S-K-N-A-D-I-A.